0: Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Can you sleep yourself skinny? Hmm, that's a good question. You know, it's possible if you didn't try it you might be surprised. Today I'm going to bring to you some information about stress sleep and the relationship it has to fat loss. There's a study that's been done by Precision Nutrition and I want to bring that information to you. It's been written by Helen Colias and it's going to be very interesting to see what information has come out from this. Now Sleep hygiene is a set of habits you have around your sleep. You can just sit in bed watching your favorite program while drinking a big cup of coffee one minute and expect to nod off the next, or even in the next hour. You need to set up an environment that facilitates sleeping. You need to chase your sleep. You know how it is when you purposely want to accomplish a specific task? You set yourself up for the environment that's going to make it more conducive, that's going to make it more likely to happen. Well, when it comes to sleep, and many of us have a difficult time with finding sleep, that's the same thing you need to do. But too often, we have habits that are contradicting to sleep or contraindicating to sleep. We stay up late at night, we watch all types of screens or television or television watches us, like my mother does, and then we find it difficult to be able to fall asleep or even stay asleep. So here are a list of good sleep hygiene practices that you may want to try. Don't consume caffeine, cigarettes, or other stimulants such as decongestants late in the day. Many folks find that any caffeine after noon is a problem. And I know what some of you caffeine drinkers are thinking out there. I can drink all kinds of caffeine and it's not going to affect me. Well, in reality, it really does. For Except for towards getting your deep REM sleep at night so just try it and see what happens another thing you can do is don't drink alcohol in the evening it sedates you at first but then screws up your sleep rhythm leading to worse sleep so for example one glass of wine may help to relax you but then if you have more than that two or three you will fall asleep but you'll find that you won't be able to stay asleep Get a regular sleep schedule. Try to go to bed and get up roughly about the same time. That gives your body a rhythm that it can follow consistently. It allows your mind to begin to shut down because it knows that at a certain time of the evening you're gonna be putting it to rest and then allows your mind to begin to start to wake back up at a regular time because it knows that's the time to brighten up and start the day. Exercise regularly but not too close to bedtimes. Save the tough adrenaline pumping workouts for earlier in the day. So for example, if you want to do some type of yoga exercises towards the evening, or stretching activities towards the evening, or even foam rolling activities to kind of, you know, get those kinks out of your sore muscles towards the evening, those are great activities to do. Or moderate walking activity on a treadmill, something like that. But don't you don't necessarily want to do your high intensity interval training right before bed or get into a high energy Zumba workout right before bed or your quad blasting workout right before bed. That's going to disrupt your ability to stay sleeping throughout the night. And then one more thing as far as your sleep, do an active relaxation process. Don't just expect it to happen but build relaxation practices into your day. And I'm gonna give you a few examples about that. I found that I can strength train closer to bedtime without affecting my sleep, but after any type of metabolic training, so like circuit, soccer, basketball, intervals, or general aerobics, I need to give myself at least four to six hours in order to unwind. So a regular, you know, leg workout or a regular chest workout or back or biceps is fine but if you're gonna do it like a circuit or a high interval like we said you're gonna need to give yourself a little bit more time before your body can unwind so some of the things you want to try to do in order to unwind are things like turn off your computer your TV your cell phones and any other devices with a screen at least an hour before bed if an hour seems to be too much try at least 30 minutes Really, it will make a world of a difference towards you being able to fall asleep and being able to stay asleep. Try not to watch TV in bed. I know that most of us have a TV in our room, myself included, and we like to watch TV while we're in bed. Okay, so if you watch TV and you're in bed, that's fine, but try to avoid doing it just shortly before going to bed. And you know, having a TV in your room can kind of kill your love life too so you may want to start practicing not doing it in the evening also try to get up at the same time every day even on the weekends I know we try to catch up on our sleep on the weekends but in reality you can't really catch up on sleep and if any of you like me if I try to sleep longer on the weekends maybe an hour or two is not too bad but if I try if I normally get up say at 530 in the mornings and then I try to sleep in the weekends till 10 o'clock. I find that I get up with a slight headache. It's irregular, it's not part of my normal routine, and my body just doesn't deal with it well. You may have the same thing. Something else you can practice before going to bed is taking a warm bath that helps to relax your body, your mind, your attitude, just before going to bed. You want to keep your home a degree or two cooler at night too. I love going to bed when the house is nice and crisp, not like an ice box, but it's crisp enough so that when I get underneath the covers, it feels all toasty and warm, and I don't want to get out of bed. So I'm kind of forcing my body to just kind of shut down and get ready for sleeping. Most rec- or experts recommend about 69 degrees for the thermostat in order for you to sleep well. And then you also want to keep the room really dark or use a sleep mask to block out any type of light. Because even though your eyes are closed, your eyelids are sensitive to movement and light when it's in your environment. Now these recommendations, they're not too crazy, right? They're not too restrictive. So with a few exceptions. Maybe, you know, the regular bathing at night, you may not be able to do that every night. Try to create or use some of these habits towards your sleep patterns. So remember, keep it dark, no TV, no Starbucks or Diet Coke before bed and go to sleep and get up at around the same time and keep it cooler at night and try all of those things to sleep if your sleep habits are better and you'll be able to get more than four hours, more than five hours of sleep each time. Now having a good sleep hygiene practice is going to in reduce your stress. And reducing your stress and your screen time is was closely related to the, the type of sleep that you get. After all, most people will say they don't sleep well because they're stressed, right? And or because they're doing other things right before bed usually playing on Facebook or video games or checking emails or checking work. And that those type of activities all contribute to stress. So you wanna to try to eliminate or decrease those activities right before bed so that you can have better sleep, reduce the stress in your life so that it can help you to reduce weight. Now let me tell you about a study that was done that showed how reducing stress and improving sleep led to weight loss. There was a study of over 470 obese volunteers that had a body, max, body mass index of 30 to 50, all right? Everybody was given a list of eight targets for a six-month weight loss intervention. So the eight targets were this. They were to eat about 500 fewer calories per day than they were currently consuming, eat a healthy, low-fat diet rich in fruits and vegetables, exercise at a moderate intensity most days, increase their activity until they were exercising 30 to 60 minutes on most days, at least 180 minutes per week, they were to record everything they ate and drank every day, record their minutes of exercise every day, and set a short-term goal and create action plans to reach their goals and attend all group sessions. Now the participants met weekly for 90 minutes in groups of 20 to 25. The group leaders did exercise and nutrition demonstrations and taught skills such as problem solving, social support, prevention planning, calorie awareness, goal settings, things like this that helped them to build in lifestyle skills over a period of time. Now this is one of the studies that I've seen that tries to get the volunteers involved in the process by using goal-setting, action plans, and daily self-records. Being involved in the process usually leads to better long-term results. There's no quick fix. There's no instant um, drastic dramatic changes to their diet or their physical or daily activities. It's just smaller um, habits that they have to create over a period of time that they learn to manage on their own. And then by the group training or the coaching they learn to find skills that help them to deal with it so here were the results of that study Um, so some days it tells you oh let's see let's see let me read it here um in an exercise of diet studies they had to measure their weight and their lifestyle changes on a scale. Now I usually tell you not to weigh yourself on a scale on a regular basis, but for this study they had to do that to see what changes would happen over time. Now the scale measures can sometimes be not as effective, you know that, but they had to use it so they could know what were the changes. Now The measured body fat was more accurate, so they needed time and people that were very well trained in doing that body fat changes in comparison to measurements on the weight and the scale. Now, let's take a look at what the study found. In this study, participants lost 13.9 pounds of weight. They had measured body fat, and researchers would likely have seen more actual fat pounds lost and muscle pounds gained if they had done just body fat, but they did just the scale weight. And it wasn't very impressive, but when you think about it, um, these people lost at least 14 to 20 pounds just by creating small little changes for a period of time that reduced their stress, increased their knowledge, and allowed them to make small daily incremental changes over a period of times. Now you say, "Well, that's not a whole lot, you know, 14, 15 pounds in a six-month time frame." Well. The changes that they saw over the time period equated to about 14 to 22 pounds of weight lost now that doesn't include the specifics on how many pounds it was of fat or how many pounds it was a lean body mass but it showed that by increasing their sleep time and decreasing their stress level they were able to lose a significant amount of weight over a six month period of time without growing on any kind of a crazy diet or crazy fat loss um, program so it's important to notice that sleep and reduced stress can have a serious effect on your ability to lose weight now imagine if you compounded that with decreasing your caloric intake exercising more vigorously throughout the week how much more you could accomplish by adding sleep and decreased stress to your lifestyle. Hey, I hope this information has been helpful to you. I have so much more to tell you when it comes to this study on decreasing sleep and increasing the amount of weight and fat loss you can have. If you would like some more information, please, please, please contact me at, Delcina at me.com. Or check out my Facebook page, Fit for Life PT LLC. You can also find me at my website, which is www.procoach.app/delcina. That's https semicolon backslash backslash p r o c o a c h dot a p backslash Delsina. And I can contact you and we can have a little discussion and see if you qualify for my program i'm currently looking for 10 new clients who are interested in a simple easy stress-free way to lose weight and feel great for the rest of their lives not short-term but this is a long-term lifestyle change that is amazingly incredibly easy to apply and has lifelong changes i'm so excited. If you would give me a call, check me out also on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you so much for listening. This has been Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today, or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www.fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site which is www.procoach.app slash delcina. I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day.